0: Welcome to Never Watch Alone, we will never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Lifehite, and we are back with Action April. And now we're going to the Far East and the really fucking cool East with John Woo and his action masterpiece, Hard Boiled. And of course, joining me as always is Sean Wheeler. And dude... It's awesome to have you here again for Action April, because you are the one who actually recommended this one to me, weren't you? I was.
1: Yeah, man. Why don't you tell us, are you a big John Woo fan? I'm a big John Woo fan, so let me take you back to yesteryear, to times many of our listeners may never have been aware of or remember. <laughs> so, old. yeah, I am. In, <laughs> in my youth, you know, I was 16, we're talking, uh, it's... You know, the the late nineties at this point. And DVDs had not yet even become around enough to be the dominant format. They're starting yep. to come around, but they're the, the video rental places are still the thing. And by sixteen, my local video store did not care what the hell you rented, as long as you didn't go into the back room. <laughs> 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 so Oh yes, with the beads yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So it was it was called a uh, Galaxy Video here and it was, you know, about a mile from my house. So it's like I could ride my bike there on a slow night, whatever. And oh, they dude, had you're lucky. five movies, five dollars, five days. Fuck, dude, that's an awesome deal. Right, so um, you know, if you ever having a, a really like slow, boring weekend or you can't find anyone to hang out with or something to do, just go get yourself a stack of movies and you're off to the races. Yeah. And so oh. I and and through that experience, as I'm getting more and more into film, that's where I'm discovering, you know, subtitled film and and all this kind of stuff that other people uh, aren't really necessarily watching, but they they have this kind of stuff there. Uh, so that's where I first discovered John Woo and the amazing movies, uh, The Killer and um, Hard Boiled. Um, Absolutely, you know, love these movies. So, I I was watching these. Now, granted, um, by this point, yes, he'd already come to America. Um, I I had seen Hard Target before I saw this movie. But, I I wasn't connecting directors that well yet. Okay, yeah, Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's like, yes, he was already working in America. Um, But right around this time, I mean, biggest movie... Biggest action movie around that time, uh, maybe the year before or so. But like, you know, it was back when MTV was still relevant and it was all over. That. Yeah. Broken Arrow was being oh, hugely yeah. talked about. So it's yeah. like Wu's star at this point is nothing but on the rise. Uh, and I just discovered these movies because they kind of looked cool. And my gosh, it's like you want to talk about action. I mean, this is a very far departure from what you're going to get for something sleek and stylized like Terminator 2. But this also has, like, gosh, uh, uh, 5% of the budget of Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it's kinda, even though it's a lot scrappier than,
0: you know, movies like that, it's it, just as exhilarating. Because, you know, you look at movies like this and it's just so that, rough around the edges, but
1: it's so much fun either way. That That is such a good word for John Woo. Scrappy. Yeah, Be- because yeah. you know he even talks about himself. He's not a man who uh, overly worries about film theory. Uh, to him, it's or very logic. much <laughs> right, but it's like he likes to film his movies sequentially to make sure he's always upping himself as the movie's going along. So it's always yeah. getting more hype. He's very much concerned about the moment. So it's like, yeah, not all of his set pieces might always necessarily work quite together because he just thinks this scene played better this way or that way. And he just, he felt it in the moment and it might not match up to a previous moment. Um, but you know, that's some of the ways in how you, uh, you know, sometimes that's how you get magical movies. And Oh yeah,
0: dude. I mean, that's how I used to make 48 hour films back in college, man. I would just point the camera, shoot
1: and try to feel it. And if it didn't quite work, Oh, well, we'll just do it better on the next show. Yeah, I think one of the most interesting things uh, about this movie, I didn't even know this till I started reading up on this, is uh, it was not his intention to come to Hollywood after this movie. I was not aware of that. Like, I knew he did. Uh, and it turns out that um, this genre, which he had been kind of the king of in Hong Kong, of these kind of action movies, started to wane. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, and their their popularity went down. So... The this 80s movie was did, kind of
0: the golden time
1: period for that. Yeah, so this movie did not do expectations in his home country, but it surprisingly hit well in America. So it was like, uh, well, I wonder to Time to why. go. Time I, to go. I,
0: I really wonder why because, holy shit, the, the, this has virtually every, like, cliche cop movie thing in there, but oh, yeah. the action is done so phenomenally well. That I'm sure a lot of you know, you know hard charging football jocks who you know watch these kind of movies on the weekends will be like yeah
1: fucking boom well, he, and I, I made the thing go boom he made funny. the thing go boom I, I think that's kind of the big switch is um he had always previously his violent movies were about gangsters yeah so I yeah. think that kind of might have had the reason for the American successes oh it's now a cop story
0: okay. Yeah, we can, we, like, we don't get this whole, like, you know, Kong Kong, Hong Kong gangster shit. Like, it's a little bit different here in the U.S. and whatnot. But cops are fucking cops, man. Like, that
1: that shit transcends
0: oh. nations, man.
1: Speaking of Hong Kong gangster shit. <laughs> all right, Yo, I wanted up? to say this before the movie because it's so funny. Yeah, uh, what's up? There are gangs in Hong Kong, and they would disrupt your set if you didn't pay them off. And so they even talk about all these gangs just kept showing up. And, like, usually you'd buy off one gang to interfere with the others to leave you alone. But oh, if other if other gangs still show up and they don't get interfered with or nobody stops them, yeah, your pretty much only option is to pay them off. So they had to pay off a whole lot of street gangs just to be able to film uninterrupted when they were filming in public locations.
0: <laughs> Good Lord, man. That's kind of... That is actually kind of fucking badass. Right? Because <laughs> I read that, uh, you know, that um, they had so, because of all the action, the explosions and gunfire, you know, the neighbors would be constantly you know, like, oh, the cops they are making noise. And the cops are like, hey, man, we're fans. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to leave you all that, alone. That,
1: that, that's specifically for this opening sequence where they were filming at the tea shop. Now, that place was actually set to, like, be uh, destroyed. So they're filming there like before the like the place is being like done under and like it's gonna be destroyed and redeveloped. So they're shooting there in the last days of this place existing. All the neighbors are pissed from night after. I think it was like (laughs) five or six nights of shooting this gunshot, like insanity, and the cops just like, "We like John Woo, fuck off." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's
0: oh god, you know that that almost makes me think like. I don't want to. I don't want to quote Michael Bay here, but it's kind of impossible because he is kind of the. He is like the. the he is the worst. He is the worst version. Of, he is what John Woo in America, uh, could be if his ideas were just totally tainted. Because <laughs> <laughs> look, Michael Bay. Look, he can make some really cool imagery, but holy fuck, can he not tell stories? Like. He, he needs to, he really, look, he'd be great at, like, music videos, but not movies. Like, go, no, go away. And also, Michael Bay, I don't, look, I, it just, fuck you way up the cornhole for, <laughs> for fucking Pearl Harbor. I will never forgive you, ever, ever. I don't oh, care, man. I don't care if you actually come out and do, like, a really heartfelt drama or a historical thing. And it's, like, well, like universally hailed and received. And it wins, like, 11 Oscars and whatnot. I don't care if you make that kind of a comeback. I still will hate your fucking guts for Pearl Harbor.
1: <laughs>
0: well done. So, <then>. the, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mad. I was really mad <laughs> about that movie. Uh, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Pearl Harbor. We're here to talk about hard fucking boiled, man. And not... Uh, no eggs included, I assure you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know I'm terrible. I've just lost another subscriber. Every time, <laughs> every time that that joke plays, I lose another subscriber. So what do you say we get uh, this bad boy started and rolling? So, uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so you guys, if you have the uh, the DVD or Blu-ray, or if you found it, you know, I, you know, actually, I was uh, right before I did the show. I found out that someone put the entire movie with English subtitles on YouTube, and if you want, huh? I'll, link, I'll link that below, and you guys can uh, watch it with us there. Uh, uh, either way, like first, and it, I know it for some different prints and whatnot. Uh, it tends to differ between like the opening titles because you know sometimes yeah. it might be an English dub, and they'll have like the company that did the dub uh-huh. and, uh, in there. So I'll just let you all know uh when like the opening titles start on. Um we won't start there, but uh well actually you know what how about just for the sake of you and me, Sean, how about we <laughs> we start there? How how's that sound? We'll just like fast forward across all the uh the, the opening stuff and we'll get right to the part where it says milestone production pictures production. How's that sound?
1: Uh Okay. Guinness, I kind of got to figure out where that is in mine. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Like, and you guys can like cue that up y- yourself, because that's that's where we're gonna kind of start, or at least so you know, Sean and I are synced up, and we're not like, you know, trying to like, you know, constantly sleep with one another. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's where ah, we're gonna okay. be this. Okay. Yep. I, I've I've got it up to that picture, so we're good. All right. Cool. So if you guys got it ready, just hit play right now. And as soon as, and we'll count down to uh, the point where it says, A Milestone Pictures Production, because that's the, like, opening title where you actually hear the production stuff going. So here it goes. We're starting in three, two, one, click. All right. All right, now this opening bit right here. So it it, took, I didn't realize it until the end of the movie, but tequila.
1: This is why they call
0: him tequila.
1: Well that's Apparently, um
0: Yeah. No, go ahead. Well I think it I was reading like even John Woo made this opening bit because he just he used to he uh, uh saw someone do
1: this at a bar and thought it looked fucking cool. Uh he actually he used to drink it that way himself. Oh, okay, right on. <laughs> but uh if I remember correctly, I think he said he uh He was a fan of the Wild Bunch. And he remembers that guy drinking a whole bottle of tequila. And that was his inspiration to name the character Tequila. Love it. And right away, we got some jazz. So, yeah. Uh, So, one of the cops he was interviewing to uh, get accuracy for this movie was actually a drummer. Which helped uh, inspire this little musical stuff. And also, John Woo is a huge jazz fan. And had always wanted to make a action movie with a jazz soundtrack, but he was constantly being told no by studios. This is the first time he was able to get his way, and it's like, I'm doing it!
0: Well, I imagine because by this time, he has been hailed as the king of, you know, I Hong mean, Kong action well, movies. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, to an extent, but I mean, again, I mean, this movie... I. I can't believe how much how good this movie looks and the set pieces they have on a like a four million dollar budget. That's yeah, nuts. for real,
0: man. Because well, this opening stuff is straight out of like you know those old film noir movies of the uh, the forties, yeah. and that's that's you know to be expected. But I but what I always find interesting is a lot of these Eastern countries like you know South Korea, yeah. Hong Kong, uh, and especially in Japan. They tend to do this kind of Americana, hard boiled, you know, detective uh, west you
1: know, western yeah. gangster kind of shit. Better than us. Oh yeah. Well it's I crazy. mean crazy. This movie has a kill count, I think, of over like, three hundred
0: yeah it's and
1: a hundred thousand blank rounds are used in this movie. Oh, I heard it was like two hundred thousand. But either way, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, either regardless, yeah. However, because gun laws are so strict in Hong Kong, all the all the guns in this movie are real, and they had to be, like, tr- kept track of, kept under lock and key, rounded up. They had to be very strict with them.
0: Oh, dude, the fact that they never had an accident is just props to the armorer for that kind of yeah. shit, you know? Because can you imagine if we had another, you know, Brandon Lee incident? It oh, gosh. would have been fucking awful. And right away we got the tea house. I love the birds in here, but you know what? Yeah. In retrospect, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. This is a John Woo movie. How do you not have fucking pit, or what was it, fucking doves? Where are the doves? Where are the doves? I came here for a John Woo movie. God damn it. Uh, But although the other thing that I thought was really interesting is, uh, did you ever play uh, uh, The Matrix Path of Neo? Uh, I did not. Okay, so this is back when, on uh, my other co- co-host, we did the Matrix movies, and you guys can check out that episode li- well, when you're done with this, because uh, it's fucking awesome. Um, but we talked about some of the spin off games and how Path of Neo was made. And watching this, I'm like, oh my god, there was a whole level as a tribute to this movie. Nice. Uh, y- y- you get to play as Neo in his training stage, and there's a weapons training thing, and I get—it's literally the exact same setup. It's at a tea house. There are a bunch of bird cages, and you get to fight John Woo style action mixed with the Matrix. It's fucking awesome. Speaking of video games, wasn't there a sequel to this movie in the form of a video
1: game? Yeah, I think it came out in back in 07. Do you ever wind up playing it yourself? I did not.
0: Oh shit! You know, see, now we're gonna have to like track down a copy and do a let's play on this show that'd that'd be actually kind of fun i'm not gonna lie and right and also because i played that that uh that level i knew exactly where the guns were because they have like this whole reveal where they're like you know oh it's underneath the the birdcage like they're all these pistols and whatnot i'm like oh shit i know what's gonna happen it's gonna be fucking awesome so already, like we are, what we we are five minutes in, and I'm already like, oh shit, hell yeah, hell yeah, I can't wait. You also talk about the editing and how crazy different it is in terms of like, you would, th- can you like, if you handed the script to like an American, like let's say say we had an American shooting the exact same story in the right. exact same manner, I don't, I guarantee you he would never edit it. Well, shoot it quite like this when you
1: see a lot of those close-ups though it reminds me of you know the the classics like um tokyo drifter branded to kill you could definitely see some of those influences which are like the same influences that uh you know oh, tarantino has so yeah ah hot tea there they are the guns
0: Oh shit, man! Right away, they're... dude. This movie does not hold back, does it? No. Bam! Don't hit the bird. Seriously though, where were the? You could... You have all these birds in this tea house, and you have you know uh, Chao Yun Fat jumping through the air with double pistols. How do you not ha- release the doves into the air at the same time? <laughs> Because weirdly enough, the first the the very first John Woo movie I ever saw was uh, Mission Impossible 2. Oh, and I okay. got that. Yeah, so I got. Oh, there it is, double <laughs> pistol wield in, yep. in the air. Hell yeah! You know, I almost wish uh, Hot Fuzz referenced that too. I mean, like more explicitly, because <laughs> they like. Have you ever fired you know fired two pistols in the jumped in the air firing two pistols at the same time? He's like, no. And then later on, they get to do that. I almost—I I mean, it's like not explicit in there, but I kind of almost wish that they actually name dropped Hardboiled in that
1: movie. Also, I mean, like these gangsters just have a complete disregard for anybody. They're just shooting every they, civilian the everywhere.
0: Do. The cops do too, man. Like the cops would never allow. Uh, look, re- in real life, law enforcement would almost never allow this kind of a shootout to escalate ever. Look at this bullshit. This (laughs) guy's dual wielding these pistols and just, like, shooting this place up. Hundreds of people are dead. This would never happen, but fuck if it looks cool. That's the real thing. Look at those squibs, man. (laughs) Oh, God. I can only imagine what it must have been like, you know, shooting continuity with all this wreckage, you know, walking around in a set. And I think that's the reason why he dubbed all of the, the voices in post. Like, everything you hear is all ADR. Yeah. Because uh, they're like, eh, let's just have get down and gritty with the camera and, like, we'll worry about sound later. Which is a weird choice, but... It really but, is. Well, But if, fuck if it works. Like, if you know what you're doing, all right, go for it.
1: And oh, this was improvised, cool. and it's amazing. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. The running slide, one of the most iconic moments in action films, and Hell yeah. that was improvised on the day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Holy god, seriously. You know, const- that could, look this guy uh, this guy tequila really should have like not escalated this into a firefight, so, and, and because essentially he's a uh, uh, you know partially responsible for all this collateral damage. Yeah. But once again, logic does <laughs> not. It, logic, it, it, you don't need logic for a movie like this. Oh shit, he's hit bad. He's got to have lost a lot of blood.
1: Woo!
0: Oh no! Killed a hostage and gunned down his best friend and partner. No! He only had two more days left till retirement. Uh, that cliche, look, it, uh, that cliche is so fucking fun to make fun of. I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't have that in this movie.
1: <laughs> also, has he reloaded his two guns yet? Once you see it, once and o- <laughs> and only at the tail end of the process. <laughs> oh
0: fuck! Never has a man covered in uh, flour never looked so fucking damn damn (laughs) couldn't even finish my sentence he was too badass but he's never looked a man covered in flowered never looked that badass and scary so shit
1: fun fact that actor actually was a police like uh captain whatever at one point Mm. actually ran an apartment so legit like casting to life
0: You know, with all the death and destruction, this guy is... Pro- look, he, they imply that he's kind of already like a hothead and whatnot. Right. Dude, he should have already been, like, you know, discharged from the police for all the mayhem that he's covered. In a weird way, although, I don't care because this is kind of a... Uh, this is kind of like a, a celebration of those cliches, don't you think? a bit yeah when you because when you treat the movie like that it becomes that much more fun although i really again i really kind of wish that they just muttered you only had three days left till retirement
1: <laughs> i really kind of would because look i'm cool if you Dude, like he w- he's too young for that buddy
0: uh, maybe just recast it for something man because <laughs> uh, seriously it would i'm I, i'm telling you man it's that when you if you embrace all the cliches and if you check them down, but you have fun with it, I guarantee you you'll still have like a fun ride anyway. Um, especially when again when the uh, the action sequences are this well done. Also another John Woo uh, staple is the slow mo. Yeah. Although interesting though he's not like you know he's not over cranking for those slow mo shots. He's just slowing it down in post, which. I always find really interesting like I, nev- I can never tell if that's like a, a choice that they just have to deal with in editing or if it's something that you know they actually shoot for to get that semi dreamlike quality to it I, I, I never can tell oh
1: shit so another file in the books right but I like how subtle this is is the fact that, like, if you haven't watched the whole movie, you don't really know. You don't realize that, like, one of the bad guys there was an undercover cop who got killed. And that's his file. Oh. They're burning. That's where the whole thing, where later in the movie, where Tequila talks about that he killed a cop. Yeah, one of the yeah. bad guys was an undercover cop. Yeah. But at the same time, don't have a sting going with an undercover cop present that you don't tell the other cops in the sting is going to be there.
0: Yeah. That's how people die. <laughs> for real, man. I mean, although to be fair, it, it it
1: And here's the man himself. Yeah. What's up, John? And he literally so, plays a character called John Woo. He's just basically yeah. playing himself. Well, basically, Tequila was supposed to have more of a of a romance backstory with his ex that got cut out. And Cha Young Fat was getting really annoyed that it was like there wasn't enough characterization and humanization of tequila. So he suggested these scenes and told the director to play him himself because he's like, he won't cut himself from the movie.
0: That's that's actually kind of a brilliant ego, (laughs) like an an (laughs)
1: ego stroke.
0: Oh, man, dude.
1: It's It's like, my character needs more. I need it not to go away. Hey, come on, be in the movie. Here we go. Tommy Lung. (sighs) Uh-huh. Or Tony Lung. and the uh, the actor liked to. uh, Oh, sorry, wrong actor. <laughs> this shit
0: is like straight out of fucking Miami Vice.
1: Oh yeah, I love I love, it. It. I love, I love the freeze frames that they do. Oh yeah, the, the freeze frames. They're frame. great. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the freeze frame and the fades into it. But oh, dude, this right here, this is so like Miami Vice. Once again, these Eastern directors of action are doing the Americana stuff that we're. That, you know, the U.S. is usually associated.
1: Well, yeah. They're doing it better than we are. Well, but that's the whole thing. (laughs) Like, stuff from Japan gets shipped over here. We tweak it and turn it up to our thing. And then they take it back and tweak it again. It's going back and forth. And it's awesome. It creates bigger and better and cooler stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I always think even, like, Cowboy Bebop and,
0: you know, how it does all this wonderful, you know, music, music, jazz, action, and drama. All that stuff. Better than what we've ever done here. Oh yeah, and it's it's kind of awesome. Like you don't you, when you think of jazz, you always think of that you know old Americana stuff from like New Orleans, Chicago, New York, and whatnot. Um, but really, some of the best jazz compositions come out of places like Korea,
1: Hong Kong, and Japan. Dude, that sound design when they have that book fall, oof.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, you know what? Did you see John Wick Three? Because I see a little inspiration to that there. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. All this shit right here.
1: Damn!
0: Make it rain, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, this is really fucking cool. Although, really
1: fucking foolish when you think about it. Well, I I agree. Like, I don't care if you're going to put it back. But, like, pick up the book before you get the blood on it.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah should have done that but uh shoulda coulda woulda but it does you know offer like a really cool moment of deduction for uh inspector tequila (laughs) i mean right there and then any cop would have been like oh there was a fucking book right there
1: right (laughs) Seriously, I mean, it's guys. a library. It's a... What else would you have thought was going to be there? I mean,
0: what did you think it was going to be, like a computer or something? But the but that's not really what bugs me about this scene is really how quickly he finds it. Because uh, now, uh, granted, though, what's interesting here is the way they edit it. Yeah, is that he's just vibing this library. He's just vibing, and he's like. I don't know where it could it could be in all of these books, but I'm just gonna feel for it, and I'm gonna happen to do the exact same thing that he did
1: before I committed it. And oh, maybe, maybe this. Well, but thing. you know what? Seeing one volume out of place in a three-volume set would catch your eye.
0: Yeah. Still, it's just like you found that really quickly, didn't you? <laughs> But it, it has for a really good payoff with this that that freeze frame there where he's like gotcha <laughs> motherfucker. Because remember this is this is a celebration of all the, the the tropes and cliches in a weird way. Like it's not explicit or like trying to subvert it. Like you know, uh, it's sort of like how Cabin in the Woods uh subverted a lot of the tropes for uh, horror. Right. It doesn't do it really doesn't do that here. It just kind of it just is that <laughs> and isn't ashamed f- about it because uh, you see a lot of movies that, you know, play into the tropes. You can kind of feel it in the actors and in the script and how they're just literally just, you know, running through the motions. Cause Oh, we got to do it like this and got to yeah. get that paycheck, got to get that pay. And there's no passion with it. Um, and that's where, you know, you get really boring movies like that sort of thing. Uh, I remember there was like a Cisco re- review. I don't even remember the movie, but they're like, well, the stunts are really nice looking and it holds your attention for long enough, but I really don't remember the rest of this movie because it's so forgettable. <laughs> and Siskel's like, wow, your biggest compliment is that to this movie is that something's moving on the screen and therefore I want to look at it. <laughs> That's a really low bar. <laughs> uh, but no, there are movies like that and that they just kind of run through it like, eh, it's... It's just kind of another day at the office for them, but for you know movies like this, yeah, we're going to have all that stuff, but let's have fun with it. And that's the big thing that misses uh, with a lot of these people. Not to mention, dude, seriously, the action sequences are just so amazing.
1: I love the fact that they're trying to talk police work and he's busy looking for an apartment. Oh, of course. I mean, that's
0: just, again, you got to establish that hot shot, you know, douchebaggery in the office. surprised he doesn't already spend his entire life at that jazz bar <laughs> oh you know that's another thing that occurred to me while I was watching it's actually kind of ingenious to have his character be a jazz musicianist because as you know jazz uh, jazz is all about that improv y'all <laughs> And what better way to have you know a hotshot cop on his down days he's playing a band uh, you know a jazz band like that's that's actually kind of really brilliant I kind of want to see that again in like another action movie.
1: So I can't remember the name right now, but I do recall that the statue is to the Taoist god of war. Oh yeah, and they'll,
0: they'll yeah, you'll see that shit in uh, regular cop, po- uh, police, police uh, facilities and whatnot.
1: Well, you know, you want to
0: pray pray for protection. Uh, I, any way you can get it, man. Any way you can get it and i also love how uh, he even asked for a new flat too now uh, wasn't uh um uh michelle Yewe supposed to to play uh the, the love interest here
1: i uh, i think so back when i think that might have been back when the movie was about uh a psychopath poisoning baby formula. Okay. Okay, that, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, I that, forgot
0: that was the plot of this movie. How fucked yeah,
1: up is that, folks? That that was, like, too harsh, and so they rewrote it. And, like, that, like, literally, there wasn't supposed to be an undercover cop. He was supposed to be a psycho poisoning baby bottles. That's... Yeah, okay. And they were just like, um, you know what? No one's going to like this. No one's going to like, this is just going to be terrible. Let's do something better. I mean, they still do have
0: the babies in, in the format, Yeah, but not,
1: but, but not being poisoned.
0: Still, though, as soon as I saw that maternity ward when I first watched this, because I, I, I actually have only seen uh, this in bits and pieces and only watched it uh, the, uh, shortly before recording for the first time all the way through. And as soon as I th- saw that maternity ward, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, no! No!
1: Not the babies!
0: (laughs) Soup for my family. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, maybe... Uh, maybe uh, Is that like another thing with uh, John Woo? I, I, it might be just me, but are White Roses also like a, a thing for him in his movies too? Or is it just this movie?
1: I think it's just this movie. Okay,
0: because that, that feels like it would be like, you know, a regular John Woo uh, motif. Not just like the doves and the two gun ga- And, you know, dual pistol weeding in slow-mo. I mean,
1: if it is, it's... I mean, it's so obvious in this movie, it may be something that I just never really picked up in any of the other ones, because it might be subtle and not obvious. I'm going
0: to have to, like... Because I haven't seen a whole lot of John Woo's movies, actually, and I I feel really bad, because he's obviously a really competent director. Yeah. Um, I I uh, mean,
1: I have a couple favorites I revisit, and I don't watch a lot of his other ones that often. Um, But, you know, from the ones I'm recalling, I don't... Outside of this one, I don't really recall them being a thing. I'm
0: going to have to double check on that because I feel like that might actually be a weird thing that he would shoehorn into his movies somewhere. Even if it's just like a cameo thing, like, uh, you know, the pineapple from Psych, how it's in every episode. I imagine it, it might be the same thing here, although I might just be reading into too much shit. Tony Lung is just so fucking cool. Did you hear he's actually been cast to play the Mandarin in the Shang-Chi in the Ten Rings movie?
1: No, but that'll be amazing.
0: That'd be interesting. Although I'm still I'm still really mad at Iron Man Three for building up to Osama bin Kingsley <laughs> for as the Mandarin. That would have been an amazing update. But well, did, and they did threw you, it out but, the window.
1: But I'm assuming you saw the shorts, right? Yeah, I saw the shorts, like all hail the okay. king and how he they
0: they kidnapped him and he's like he's like you took his name and he's like Yes.
1: Good. So they're, I, they're I, du- I'm happy they did the groundwork is all I'm saying.
0: I yeah, I guess, but it was still like, dude, you had a really brilliant timely update of this character that would have been so fucking relevant and cool and he just threw it out the window for a fucking joke and I I never really forgave Iron Man three for that one. <laughs> now as I understand it, this is supposed to be essentially the Hong Kong Godfather, right?
1: Uh I don't necessarily know if it's a godfather so much as just a capo.
0: Okay, well, I was because I was thinking I know he's like way up the chain, if not...
1: Right, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying, Capo. It's like, he's a captain, he has his own crew and everything, but I don't think he's the boss of all the captains. You see what I mean? Okay, that's fair. So it's like, he's a Capo, he's got his own crew and he's established, but he's not the end-all, be-all. Now, Anthony
0: Wong here... I imagine he's a little bit higher, almost.
1: Uh he's his—he's a—he's o- his own operator. Yeah. What I love though is is that he is a big fan of like Pacino and tried to model a lot of his uh his his mannerisms and acting off of. His really? Perf- yeah.
0: Actually, you know what? Now that I now that you mentioned yeah, that, and I so totally kind of see when that. When you start watching
1: it, you could definitely see some shades of you know like. Uh, a little bit of Scarface, a little bit of uh, um, uh, go- uh, Godfather. It's like, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I can kind of see that now, man. Just the way, he can, just the, how he's got that little bit of a twitch in his eye, and <laughs> how he's a little crazy and on edge and on, that sort of thing. Um, although I'm a little and now that you mentioned that, I'm like, I don't. Did he ever like go like full out Cappuccino where he just, you know, starts yelling like, "Give me all
1: you got!" <laughs> Give me all you got! Does he ever
0: does he ever do that in this I I don't I, I mean I just watched it but I don't remember if he did.
1: do. Yeah, like, I don't I don't really like think that. so. I don't think it quite goes off the rails. Now, oh. this is awesome. So mad dog there who you just saw yeah. with the cigarette, he is actually yeah. the the uh the action coordinator for this movie and he used to be an action uh you know uh, uh, action actor himself uh back in the 70s. Yeah. Big and John yeah and John Woo thought you know is like you know what like this movie needs more and so he wrote in that whole character on the fly also because um he felt that the um the, the Johnny Wong character like wasn't intense and violent enough himself so he needed that more violent villain in there
0: oh yeah dude sort of like uh you know the his most violent hand ex- lieutenant
1: exactly Oh shit
0: This is a weird message. I'm not gonna lie. I always thought, like, it's in the papers. Everyone's seen it, right? I never really understood that.
1: Like, yeah, we. This is this is well known, like, right? But it's saying like, this is you. It's like I know this is you. This is me saying this is you. Uh, just uh, just uh, just very
0: different than what what I would have thought of. As, like, a threat. Although this, how, does, how, how is his head not just blown off?
1: Because he's, he's threatening a, he, the triad Oh, right. Well, it's, even them, that publicly, that's, ooh. I guess.
0: I guess. Uh, again, just...
1: I don't know that that's true, by the way.
0: Oh, what is?
1: He's a weapons smuggler. I don't know that he's actually a triad. He's going against the triads, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that... Dude, I actually yeah. really dig
0: that freeze frame.
1: So, like, I'm not... I, I, At least from this movie, I'm not positive that Johnny Wong is one of the triads.
0: So, I, what I really love is that uh, that freeze frame between the two of them. Because right then and there, you could have been watching this whole movie on mute. And yeah. right then and there, you would have been like, Oh, this is gonna be like a weird best frenemies thing, like right
1: then and there. Because yeah, the the big thing about uh, weapons smugglers and suppliers, they don't t- they most of them tend to be more independent operators because they're going with where the money is, and you know they're trying to play whatever particular side to make money. So it doesn't really behoove them to be too associated.
0: Gotcha. shit we got a raid coming and we'll also have a raid coming on the next episode too it's gonna be a much more significant bigger raid i assure you That are that that ever get his mother ever gets mentioned again. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I think it's because of, like a lot of the stuff that happens, you just kind of tend to forget that too. Yeah, now, is, is, <laughs> n- oh, yeah, it's so is it just me? Um, but uh. She speaks. She's like one of the few people in here that speak English, uh, even in like the dub and whatnot. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting touch, which may, makes me think is she, does uh, has she been like you know uh, out and around more often or? I don't know. Either that or maybe that's just the thing with uh, um, with Hong Kong because. Hong Kong is a very diverse city.
1: Right. But you also uh, when this movie was made, the English were still in control of Hong Kong. So, oh, it would yes, not, that's right. It, so it would not have been uncommon. I don't think for English to be the most one of the more common second languages there.
0: Yeah, when when was uh, when did they finally get their independence? Because that was like right after this. It was like what? Ninety three. No, I think it was ninety
1: nine. Oh, ninety
0: nine. Really? I think so. Yeah. Wow, because I could have sworn it was like in uh, in like uh, the mid '90s. I I uh, could be wrong. Hold on, because uh, I remember uh, a video essay about uh, um, identity in Hong Kong uh, in reference to Ghost in the Shell, which was like '95. Uh, and uh, oh,
1: '97. So I was off by a couple years.
0: Oh, okay. Well, either way, that's still very interesting. <laughs> I really do love the uh, the, the framing of that. <laughs> I'm gonna use English to make a point, which is actually kind of a smart idea. I love that though. If you gotta take a <laughs> shit, just
1: go to the toilet. <laughs>
0: Shit. Um so this is where we queue up the uh the, the matrix clip. Guns. Lots <laughs>
1: of guns.
0: Cause holy shit, that's a lot of
1: guns. Yeah.
0: You know what I would really fucking love if uh, this movie... Uh, well, I already know that John Wick already does like a lot of homages to movies like this and whatnot. But mm-hmm. <laughs> how insane would it be to just have some of these old actors come in uh, for like a cameo or something?
1: Well, it's interesting you say that because during the hospital scene, a lot of the guys in that gunfight who you see around are veterans of the Shaw Brothers martial arts films. Oh, really? Yeah, he brings in a lot of, like, the 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 lesser-known, like, supporting and, like, extra people from the Shaw Brothers days for that film. So this movie, in and of itself, is doing the same kind of tributes you're saying you would like to see.
0: Because I, I remember, you know, just this scene unfolding right here, and I'm like, holy shit, this is, like, straight out of John Wick 2 with the mo, you know, the fucking uh motorcycles the night nighttime shipyard the guns the illegal uh car operation the big car garage warehouse and uh, obviously there's going to be a big fucking fight and i'm just like wow uh, I, now john
1: wick is starting to make i'm starting to see the seeds of their inspiration so, this is awesome. yeah So, uh, this set and also the the location ended up being repurposed to be used for uh, the hospital as well. It's an old Coca-Cola factory that was repurposed into being a film studio set. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? Take what you can, man. With the right creative team, you can do anything.
0: Yeah, for real. gonna do oh man he's so fucking smooth <laughs> <laughs> oh heaven thoughts oh this is so cool right here i'm like oh fuck i'm already in because now we got the big motorcycle charge whipping out uzis bitches yeah oh man there's this there's the slow-mo because yeah i was because when i was watching the tea house i'm like yeah you're doing a lot of slow-mo here but it's not quite the you know overcrank stuff that i'm used to seeing uh in not just action movies from john woo but i I think there's
1: i think there's such a thing to be learned here though it's like yeah, don't speed up the action to make it feel more intense and quick cuts. Slow it down so I can really grasp the impact.
0: Oh yeah, bro. Damn. Dude, look at these stunts, man. You got people. Oh, this right here. I'm awesome. 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 Fuck, awesome! <laughs> oh, that was cool. Ah, oh, it doesn't even waste a beat. Damn. Dude, these squibs are nuts. Yup. <laughs> Seriously, when when you get shot up in a Hong Kong action movie, the area is just fucking decimated, man. There are no survivors, no prisoners. Oh
1: shit. Oh god, yeah. Ah, oh, damn. oh. Damn.
0: Damn. Oh. Damn. Savage man. And at this point, I'm like, oh, go through the roof, go through the roof, go through the roof, go through the roof. Aww. <laughs> I, almost, I almost wish he actually, like, the the roof collapsed in, like it was a convertible or something. Woo! Sparks! Explosions! Yeah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, this is a... So, for a long time, I've been wanting to make an action movie, like a really in balls-to-the-wall insane action movie. Uh, and I knew, and I know how to do it, but I, I realized I could never really do it. That was fucking cool. Um, because I, it, it, I know I'd have to build my set from the ground up because I want there to be squibs like this, right? <laughs> I want the place to, there were sparks and just dust and fragments uh, everywhere, just shit exploding everywhere. I, I, just a cacophony of dust spark. And shrapnel, and I know I'd need like twenty thousand dollars in order to build like a set like that in order to do just what one are the, action sequence. of the only
1: annoying moments that dummy is such a dummy. Oh yeah, that's it's so fucking fake. One of the have, only moments like that in the whole movie.
0: They couldn't have turned that around and like glued a wig onto that, so we didn't. Or have just to had see it, or had it like face down, you know? Like, come on. Well, I don't mind it hanging out like that. I think that's actually really effective. But we couldn't have. You could have turned that around. Although this is fucking cool, he lights the cigarette. Yeah, that's that's actually kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they kind of turned that thing around. And just, uh, but then again, you know, that's just John Woo, man. He's being scrappy and on moving on the fly.
1: profit well i mean come on it's always
0: business in this game that's always of course i'm just saying (laughs) you know right then and there uh anthony wong should have his character should have just been like you're having second thoughts i really shouldn't be recruiting you dude tequila okay this is this is so fucking dumb, but holy
1: shit is <laughs> it cool.
0: Taking on this entire band of uh, triads. Right, and, and I love the fact that, like,
1: a, as you say, it's completely stupid. But they also gave a reason for it. Like, he's in the crapper with his boss. He can't bring in a tactical team. He would never authorize it. So but he's, he's also ma- the psycho, so he's just going to do it himself. <laughs> taking matters into your hand. But seriously, there has got to be, like...
0: 30 40 guys here and you're going to take on all of them. Like, dude, you I'm sorry, but Un Fat, you're not Batman. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not. The closest the clo- the probably the closest eastern man to be Batman is also named Bruce. It's just his last <laughs> name is not Wayne, it's Lee. Actually, I would totally dude, actually okay, can, can you imagine like in the 80s if uh, uh, Bruce Lee had lived? imagine him being a batman a batman actor
1: i i would like to preface that with imagine if brandon lee had lived i would have seen
0: that too right <laughs> <laughs> i would have loved to see brandon lee as batman that would have been fucking awesome you're kind of in the same route that where you know affleck went from daredevil to batman brandon lee could have gone from the crow to batman like he could have been he could have been batman forever
1: <laughs> that would have been intri- that would have
0: been fucking cool actually. Oh, damn, grenade in that bitch. You know, you, you remember how in our our uh when we did Scarface, how apparently there's a version of this movie or of Scarface rather that uh exists where you can count the bullets fired and all the F bombs that are dropped. <laughs> Can we have a, a counter uh, for this movie for how many people die? That would actually be kind of a fun way to watch. Uh, just don't, like, take a shot every time someone dies in this movie. You will die.
1: No, you just will, a sip. You will just die in half an hour. Just, just a sip.
0: <laughs> You'll still die in, half, in, like, an hour and a half. Yeah man, don't risk it. <laughs> Shit. Don't risk it. Drop the guns. Drop them. Come on. You know, I was right here where I was like, oh, he actually is going to do it. Oh, yeah, dude, right there. That Swagger. That's totally mm-hmm. fucking Al Pacino. I'm actually kind of surprised he didn't wear like an all white suit. Kind of like <laughs> what kind of like Scarface and whatnot.
1: Well, I mean, this movie was done on a, I mean, four million dollars. They probably didn't have a whole lot of wardrobe choices.
0: That's fair. Although I still like that they differentiated enough, like a really like this yeah, weird but, yellow I mean, suit.
1: Oh, he well no, he's always in a, every scene. He's in a different color suit. Oh, is he? I yeah, he, sworn like, he was in the same yellow no, suit. No, I think every time he shows up, I think he's in a different coat, different colored oh. coat.
0: Oh. Well, either way, they have a way of like really distinguishing him. Yeah. What's it gonna be, Alan? What you gonna do? You gotta pull a trigger, man. <laughs> you know, I actually really did debate on whether or not to watch this as an English dub or uh, to watch it with subtitles. Uh, have you? Have you? Which versions have you watched? Actually, subtitles. Oh, always subtitles. Okay, because mm-hmm. I watched it as, with subtitles. I'm watching it with subtitles right now. Obviously. Um, oh, there it goes. Mm. This 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 is probably the best. Best part for the acting in, in the movie, to be honest. What are you going to do with the men? Yeah, this bit right here. I he love he that they show
1: that, the, yeah, he has smile, the te- but he has the tears then, in his eyes. But yeah, like he's, he, he's holding them back. Oh, cold blooded. He's just mows them down.
0: Damn. You know that? Yeah, you're right, because that totally should have given away. But, oh, shit! It's
1: fucking Batman! (laughs) Well, I think that's why he took the Uzi. He had to up the ante, because he was losing it.
0: That's the Batman.
1: Batman with an Uzi, but it's not Batman. <laughs> Actually, I think that's uh, uh. I mean, that's it's an not MP5. an Uzi, is that? Yeah, MP five. That's an MP five. Who gives a shit? It's cool. That, like I
0: said, this that should never happen. But <laughs> holy fuck, if it looks cool, swinging around with a submachine gun, man.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of my one of my absolute favorite ridiculous like swinging around action moments. What's that? You ever seen Three Thousand Miles to Graceland? No, I've not. Oh damn! He's got at explosive the of the, rounds
0: in that thing.
1: At the end of the movie, you have Ice T swinging upside down like from his feet, twirling. Flying through the air, shooting automatic weapons. See,
0: that's almost as that's almost as cool as Angelina Jolie swinging around with a handgun in Tomb Raider. Oh fuck yeah! Jump once again, jumping up in the air with two pistols in their hand. Damn, he's got some explosive rounds with that shit. Also a lot of people are like uh, these days are like oh man John Wu must have they totally invented that whole gunfu thing. Uh no, th- this gunfu's been, this is the original gun gunfu. <laughs> buy him. Although I'd love to see uh introduce G- John Wick with some grenades cuz I've seen some oh. fucking great uh gunfu with him but Man, putting explosives into that would be amazing. And if they're half as cool as this, this
1: right here. Boom! Shit! (laughs) Right, and I look cool. And they slowed it down. You don't speed up the action, you slow it down to make it impactful. Yeah. And if it wasn't enough, let's get another! IN the air! Woo!
0: Explosion! Damn! Also, dude, for real, give it up for those fucking stuntmen because they had to get blown up in midair and set on fire. Like, god
1: damn!
0: They literally got some serious balls.
1: So, apparently, there's something that that was said is that the the stuntmen who were working uh, in Hong Kong were actually paid year-round. They weren't paid per project. But, you know, there was always that day that's gonna come where John Woo's like, "All right, we're gonna jump you, we're gonna drop you down three stories and land you on your head." <laughs> so, all <laughs> oh, this shit right here, where he got puts the car in neutral, dude, those fucking
0: sparks, man. Right? Why don't we have squibs like this in the U.S.? They look so much cooler. Well, I mean, we do, but sadly, they belong to Michael Bay. <laughs> Isn't that really annoying? We do have action visuals like this here in America, but they co- but they come from the shittiest director imaginable.
1: Yeah, you need a good script to go with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and good instincts as a director, because John Woo yeah. has great instincts. Michael Bay has terrible instincts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit didn't even hesitate just son of a bitch that smile right
0: there man he's like hey man i respect that you didn't hesitate one bit but i am not a cop killer And again, without words, he knows. You know. Yep. Again, you don't even really need to spin them to eject it, but no. fuck, it just looks cool.
1: Yeah. A lot of
0: this is because that's that's another thing. Look, you can do the. I don't care what movie you're doing. You can do horror. You can do action. You can do comedy. Whatever. I don't care what you're doing, but if. Uh in this case if you're doing something like look there's no reason to do something other than make it look cool then fucking go for it you know just as yeah, long I, as
1: that passion's there for a lot of yeah a lot of movies you kind of need that attitude of like a 12 year old kid why are you doing that it looks cool oh, yeah okay. dude for real sometimes you just got to be like how, hey it how, looks cool <laughs> however we must say that is the choice for you know the director the visual people you as an actor don't do that necessarily no not Pe- necessarily Pe- peacocking is not a good idea no 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 i mean may i
0: guess if you're like how, like producing the movie as well like you know like uh uh um bruce willis like producing the Die Hard sequels and whatnot like i guess in some respect but and you just gotta really watch your line there. Yeah. I do love that score though. Uh, that that uh, again, this movie, this uh, okay, when you have a movie called Hard Boiled, how can you not have it soaked in bullets, alcohol, cigarettes, <laughs> right? and jazz, man? Like those are the, those things are the, uh, those you need to bring those things in for a movie called Hard Boiled. Oh, I think even one, just even the title is, is so very, you know, macho Americana. Uh, it also makes me think of Die Hard in that same respect. And it's really funny because I read a review of this, like, yeah, this movie is like, uh, uh, has like the exhilaration of like 10 Die Hards. Yeah, but, bro, you really do need, like, citations and write-ups. And
1: there's a lot of paperwork for that kind of shit. But, see, that's just it. Like, they don't, that whole, you kill the cop at the tea house, they don't don't really connect those dots for you. Like, Mm -hmm. it it takes a couple of watches to be like, oh, that's the corpse at the morgue, that's the burned file, that was an undercover cop.
0: Yep. Cop criminal mo- cop and robber or cop criminal movies they always their plots are always like really convoluted, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, a bit. But in all fairness, that's I mean that's not like not a negative thing. Don't take it as such because it's like uh, you know they're convoluted, yes. But holy fuck, they're fun. Like you don't, like the Departed that we did of, earlier. That is a convoluted fucking plot and goes <laughs> all over yeah. the place. But fuck if it's fun, dude. You know, in hindsight, um, so uh, I believe, uh, uh, oh what was it, um, one of the Dirty Harry movies, one of the later ones, uh, I think it was uh, the Deadpool came out mm. in 1990, like that was like, the last, like the, the last one where it was like an older Dirty Harry. Um, I'm just thinking, how cool would it be to have a crossover movie? Between
1: these well, two movies okay so um what's interesting is that both the the cops uh from dirty Harry and bullet were based off a, of a real-life cop mm-hmm. and tequila here was based off of dirty Harry and the cop and bullet yeah, and yeah. bullet so technically all three of them are all derived from the same cop well, yeah, can
0: we have just, like, a big crossover then? Like, <laughs> back, like so this is 1992, so how about, like, 93? Yeah, Steve McQueen should have been still alive then. He should have been I don't know kicking. when he passed. <laughs> um, but uh, can you imagine just having, like, a trifecta of them? Or hell, even as, like, a short film, like a short action film where it's all three of them taking out a bunch of killers?
1: That would have I been I mean, fun. yeah, I mean, how could it not have been? Uh, I mean, anything like that would be a blast. You know what's making me sad oh, now, though. Wait,
0: no. See, D- Steve McQueen, he died in 1980. I just looked uh, it up. So, oh well. Um, uh, we could still have Dirty Harry and uh, uh, and yeah, like team. Yeah, but up.
1: but now I'm starting to think about stuff like the Expendables. It's like, is this always a good idea? Good point,
0: because uh, Expendables. Uh, I actually watched the first one. I actually fucking fell
1: asleep. <laughs> it's not—it's not, not, it's, it's not terrible, but it's just like you—you you want it to boring. be better. Yeah. There, like, there, there are some really fun moments, but you really at the end of the day are still like, can't this be better? Mm-hmm. And hell, even for like
0: when they did Expendables two, it's just like we're like, can't we just see these guys quip one-liners back and forth? And then you know <laughs> you see you, you see fucking Bruce Willis go go like. Come on, you'll be back, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, "Yippee ki yay!" I'm like, "Okay, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. No, this was a mistake. This was a mistake."
1: Well, it's like we said before. Sometimes there are lines where it's like, "This line should not work, but it does." Yeah. Like yeah. you can't, you can't recapture that magic all the time. It doesn't work that no. way. Sometimes
0: it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It, it really, it, there's a unwritten formula uh, hell an unwritable formula an unknowable yeah. formula for that kind of shit it sometimes it happens sometimes it just doesn't
1: by the way we kind of just glossed over talked around it but like i really did love that last scene between you know the police captain and the undercover guy yeah and you know just With the, the realization yeah well yeah and just you know the realization that's like oh crap like you're really the only guy who knows me me
0: yeah Identity is always a big theme in these movies. Motherfucker! <laughs> Come on. You gonna pull the trigger? <laughs> And right then and there, he's like, "I like this guy." (laughs) Not a fan of white. Guess not a fan of white Russians, huh? He drinks tequila. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when your name is Tequila, obviously that you should know his drink of choice by that point, right? <laughs> Although, how fucking funny would it be to have like an action character whose name is whiskey, but his drink of choice is rum? Just, just to fuck with people's head. I, you know, it's. I guess it's uh, uh, kind of like uh, in Shawshank Redemption, where he's like, "Why do they call you Red?" probably
1: because i'm irish (laughs) you know you you could pull that off if they had a military background and just would buy like w so it's like whiskey there you go yeah yeah you know
0: oh they're about to meet someone See, I kind of wish that they had more scenes like that where he would, because uh, you know he has this motif where he, uh, every time he kills someone, he makes a a, a a paper crane. I'd like to see him play, you know, his clarinet for his co- for down people or dead yeah. comrades and whatnot. I wanted to see a little bit more of that. It's more excuse for jazz, right? In the face! In the face! And, of course, he's got guns stored all over the place. Now, he's pretty Wouldn't spry Wouldn't you? For, oh, well obviously. But I'm just... Uh, I was about to say, man, he, he is... Uh, Alan is uh, pretty spry for a dude that got shot in the back by a shotgun.
1: Well, I mean, if it didn't go that deep, your adrenaline's through the roof right now, so...
0: Maybe he got shot by a... a, a maybe it wasn't that powerful
1: of a buckshot. Well, I mean, handheld guns like that, you're probably dealing with a 20-gauge.
0: Good point. Because if it was a 12-gauge, yeah, he would not be getting up.
1: <laughs> no, but if you're doing a 12-gauge a handheld like that, you're going to mess yourself up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those things kick like a motherfucker. Damn! It's not enough to just have like you know a couple of squibs and whatnot you gotta blow up like a whole bunch of different stuff just for the fuck of it because don't you really love in especially in these hong kong movies where you know the squibs are exaggerated oh yeah like when you when a shotgun goes off it looked like an rpg went off and if you got shot by a pistol it looked like you got shot by a 50 caliber round i love that kind of shit (laughs) (laughs) you ain't saying shit now see blue coat different color coat oh yeah you're totally right but once again they really know how to distinguish the dude
1: So apparently they decided to go with a hospital because they like the idea of a really unconventional place to have weapons being stored.
0: Yeah, I, I dig it, man. Because like, honestly, I think the uh, uh, there's only one place for potential where I can think of like this kind of insane mayhem and a shootout to happen is maybe in like a horror movie with zombies. Oh yeah, maybe. Otherwise, yeah, I would never expect just like a run of the day sort of thing to happen in a hospital, man. And right here, this is when you see the maternity ward with all these ch- I'm like, "Oh hell no, we ain't doing this shit. Hell <laughs> oh, yes, no, we, we ain't doing no, we ain't doing
1: this shit. Uh-uh, N- hell no, hell no." <laughs> well, but see, I think that's again one of the things that makes this movie work so well is here's what you wouldn't do in an American movie. Throw the rules out the window and go to town.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Cause I imagine the MPAA would be like, "We are not approving this movie. Right? Like, there's no. You gotta cut the baby plot out. Uh, Otherwise, we are just gonna flat out just rate you an NC-17, no matter." So um, I I forgot did we ever see how Mad Dog got his uh, his uh, got his eye fucked up?
1: Uh no, but okay. Uh, how? I, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of presumed it happened from the grenade. Okay, because I now, that was
0: never really clear in this.
1: Movie. Right now, here's what's interesting that I don't know. I don't know if it's because some of the scenes were filmed after others because his eye actually gets injured. In his shootout in the hallway later with, uh, with Long. Huh. Yeah. He, like the he actual legit, actor. The actual actor. He got injured, uh, and in th- with, uh, when he and Tony are having the big hospital shootout, there's a moment where they're going through glass. Like you see his arm come up. His eye actually got cut and he had to go to the hospital and take a day off. Which
0: is so weird, I don't I know John Woo shoots in order, you know.
1: Well, he does, but it makes me wonder if he's only shooting, like, the action sequences in order, and maybe not the cutaway stuff. Ah, that might have been it, then. So, I'm not really sure about that, but, yeah, he did end up getting injured, and it makes me wonder if that was, you know, part of the reason for this. Well, in any in any case,
0: though, it still makes Mad Dog fucking look cool. Oh, or, Yeah. You know, Whether necessary oh, or just a stylistic
1: ow. choice, it plays. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. And you know what? You just, for all for all how ridiculous this movie can get, <laughs> I still buy it. You know, yeah. Like it's it's the it's like one of the least like ridiculous things you'll see in this movie. Oh, this is cool. Oh what? yeah, dude. Damn. Oh, shit. You know, when I watch this, I'm like, oh, fuck, man, that was a hard kill.
1: Right. But plot twist, he's alive.
0: Not for long, though. (laughs) Yeah, although
1: I have a feeling in real life that lighter would have no chance of stopping that bullet. (laughs) No,
0: no, no also if this was like an american movie that would have been like there would have been like a scene later on explaining that that shot was basically surgery like it was a a, a, a shot in such a place where he could live and walk away from it Yeah. Uh. I legit thought he died right there. Actually, well, my
1: whole thing is that, like, why would you take him to the hospital? You just he just told you the weapon stash was at. So why they can would get closer? Ugh! But that's risking your dude. Like, well, have you noticed that this guy is the risk taker of
0: Hong Kong?
1: <laughs> like, come on, uh, man. Oh, valid.
0: And plus, like, it just limits the uh, the the locations to one hospital. Like, why why are we gonna be redundant about that? So, again, movie bullshit. But you know what? Who cares? <laughs> this is this ain't you know this 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 isn't fucking heat with uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro where it's like grounded in realism. No, this is hard boil with John Woo man. So, did they build this set from the ground up and
1: whatnot? Cause, uh, good so, lord. So I know that some stuff was done at the. Uh, I know some stuff was sorry was done at the Coke factory, but they talked about also having uh, like blackout tape on the windows so they could film at night. So okay. I'm thinking some of this at least um, ha- was filmed at an actual hospital. Oh, okay, right on. So I'm not I'm not sure what level on either side. Is he going to make it? He's still alive.
0: Roses. Hello, I would like a dozen roses, please. <laughs> oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> That's oh. me. You're my favorite customer. Hi, doggy. <laughs> oh man, actually, that would have been really. So Do you have a this problem? Is... No. <laughs> Shut up, man. The room is amazing. Um, but no, it's really funny because like we the last movie we did was Terminator 2, and that
1: also had guns and roses, didn't it? Yep. Which uh, apparently we did right not here. mention on the last one, but through research, uh, these are tributes to um to the killing by uh Stanley Kubrick, man. Yeah, by Kubrick. But it's so weird that like within
0: in the span of a year we've had two references to that movie where we had guns and roses. How yeah. fucking cra- how fucking crazy is that? that the guns and the roses are the link between these two podcast episodes <laughs> there's always a link last time it was john morton this time it was it was guns and roses how about that <laughs> oh dude for real they wouldn't even allow you to carry cigarettes into a hospital man not not these days it's cr- it's kind of crazy weird like the our attitudes towards like these we- like not just like smoking or uh or gun or gun violence yeah. how how different it was back in like 92 but and it, and that's not uh, not even just here in America but uh, all over you know mhm Oh um, yeah, paper crane. Oh, we're gonna get a good show. I knew as soon as they walked into the hospital, man. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be an amazing third act. Don't do it again. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
1: Shit, it's a warning. No, he said it's so how, uh, like, how do I get in touch with you? I'll send you a crane.
0: It, well, I mean, it, well, I know, but it, he's warning something. Some shits about to hit the fan, man. Right. And speaking of the shit, here he is. You really gotta love how this guy infiltrates the uh, the place in three different costumes you know that do you notice that like first he comes in uh like in his regular like street cred stuff then he comes in and is a cop and then he dresses up as a, a doctor only to go back to uh his original look which i'm like where do you find the time to change throughout all of this man <laughs> once again man john and i know all right now that john woo's in the, in the back corner of my head going fuck your logic
1: Yeah, basically. (laughs) Welcome to the jungle! We got fun and games!
0: Blam! <laughs> Boy, i love the chemistry between these two guys right Shit. That's—I swear—that's those shots right there with uh, Sue is just uh, right, straight out of fucking Hitchcock, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, don't do that, fool! Don't do that, right? Don't run! Don't run, man! With death! Oh, this is fucking sick! Ah! Not gonna lie, first time I watched that, I had to actually kind of look away.
1: I love the fact that they're like, we don't have all the time to do all the, like, body effects, so blood splatters!
0: Better check on your witness, brah. See, again, he changes, he changes like three times in this whole thing.
1: Well, he had to change there, he had blood all over himself.
0: Son of a bitch! Get him! Get him! Wow, those cops came in there real fast, didn't they? I was also expecting them to, like, you know, accidentally move the sheet so you could see his face for a second.
1: Those were guns. Oh, were they? Yeah, that's some smuggling guns. You can see the butt of one.
0: Oh, I totally missed that. They should have had, like, a pistol fallout. No, don't make me fucking feel sympathy for them babies, man, because I know shit's (laughs) going to happen. I know shit's going to happen, man, when you do that kind of shit. Especially when you do this uh, Kuleshov effect here. Did they ever discuss kids between the two of them? Uh, I don't think so. I kind of... You know, I think that was a bit of a missed opportunity, wasn't it? Because that would have made, you know, saving the kid a, uh, a lot more potent in the end. See, now I almost... Oh, I almost want there to be an American remake of this, almost.
1: How I don't know. How would you feel about if someone no, tried to do this? I don't. I don't. I mean, take inspiration from it, but you don't need to redo it.
0: Maybe remake it in the same way that Martin Scorsese remade Infernal Affairs. Maybe in well, that kind of spirit. if you want to
1: adapt a screenplay off of it and do something crazy, that's one thing, but. Well, how I mean, would you feel if
0: they if they took that route? Like, you know, some, like, say uh, Chad Staholski decided, when he's done with John I, Wick, well, decided to do something like that.
1: See, I just don't know how you would do it, because this has such a specific scenario to it, like, with the setting and such, that it right. would just, it would feel too much like, well, you just stole that. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not general enough where I feel you can easily take it and make it your own. I guess I can kind of see that.
0: I guess the only thing that I would think is, you know, instead of, uh, you know, such a, because this, obviously this movie's really scrappy and I'm not like in a negative way or anything. I'm just thinking, God, it'd be really interesting if uh, an American filmmaker, like a really slick uh, and well-talented film director uh, adapted this screenplay And, you know, injected some fucking logic in all of this (laughs) for, you know, like, you know, the post 9-11 world that we live in uh, and gave it like a real uh, cinematic slickness to, you know, what we have today, like in John Wick and whatnot yeah, with the action and make it
1: that it's kind of its own thing. So something I love, we are now headed into... The third big action act, although it does get, it's broken up a little bit here or there, but we yeah. got fifty, we got fifty minutes left, five yeah. o, and it's like, let's do this.
0: Oh yeah, dude, this is. I, I was like, wow, we're getting into the third act really quickly, and I'm like, uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of okay with it because my god, it's just relentless,
1: dude. Yeah. Like they spend so much time on this hospital set piece. it's it's nuts. <laughs> and you know what? I'm kind of okay with it.
0: It's kind of like uh, uh, what Spielberg did with Private Ryan, where he spends like a full yeah. half hour just unrelenting you know uh, intensity that just does not let up at one at one bit or another. Uh, but for the but it still fucking works and it's hailed as like one of the greatest scenes of all time. And right here. Holy shit, this this sequence is amazing. Especially the shot. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? Oh yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Uh-oh. Empty spots? False doors, man. Hey! Knock, knock. Oh, damn! That music beat, man. You know, it's also really great. So, on the last couple of uh, action movies that we've done, you notice how I've like reiterated how the score can really up the ante for an a-, a really great action sequence and whatnot yes it's amazing how most of the action in this movie there's o- there's not a whole lot of music
1: yeah it's, it's very subdued
0: which which is kind of an interesting choice because you know you would think you want something really heart-pounding to put on top of it but i guess that you know john woo and his crew are just like look we're so we believe in these actions sequences so strongly that you don't really need music we don't need it. we visuals speak for themselves, man. Check your pocket.
1: <laughs> Those little moments of English.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Again, I oh, they're they're used for emphasis. Crack the safe open. Crack that. Crack that shit open. Is that the right wire? How the hell would it? Oh no, this, okay, this ego stroke here is just kind of amazing. Just big personalities and clashing constantly. Away in just maybe. That looks like a job for Ant Man, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit I thought was really clever. I never oh, really yeah. expected to use a pair of handcuffs for for, as a screwdriver, that's kind of brilliant. Actually. Well, as a wrench, yeah. I'm going to remember that. Just makes me think if some, you know, dude walking the beat uh, and has to unscrew something and does that with his handcuffs and his partner's like, where the hell did you learn to do that? I watched Hard Boiled 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna use the gunpowder. Then I need more bullets. <laughs> get it powder goes in the hole Uh, that's actually a really cool primer oh yeah it's amazing that it fits perfectly though (laughs) Yeah, that
1: was my thought too. Thirty-eight Magnum. I thought it was three fifty-seven.
0: Well, I believe they're shooting thirty-eights.
1: Yeah, but I, I think the the casing said three fifty-seven.
0: Oh well. Oh, yeah, three five seven. Don't miss.
1: Come on. You can do it. I love that shot of his hand oh, shaking yeah. the gun oh and yeah. then the fingers close, it's just all oh. pow. Woo! More sparks. But no luck. Door still closed.
0: Any other bright ideas? Oh, this is such a bad idea, you guys! Don't, 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 don't ever do this.
1: Yeah. Do not recommend. No, no, no,
0: no, no! Oh God. Although it's really interesting that this, this scene <laughs> triggers a flashback
1: to his partner. Right. <laughs>
0: I never really kind of understood the, like, is that like him is that visually telling us that he's finally accepted him as his like partner or something
1: yeah maybe I'm again I'm, uh, I'm with you I'm like eh, that's, I don't know. that's a little clumsy but whatever
0: <laughs> come on wake up he's fine Oh, he's not fine now.
1: Look out! So, a cool Damn. feature about that single-shot gun.
0: That is a dope gun.
1: It has interchangeable barrels so it can fire different caliber bullets.
0: Neat. Can it hold the forty-four Magnum? Most powerful handgun in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of su- surprised, like, uh, for you know, all their talk of like being inspired by Dirty Harry and whatnot. did they not have once a, a forty four Magnum in here?
1: Well, f- I again, I don't, I don't know what their their budget and limitations were. Well, if they got all this shit. I mean, look at all this, <laughs> look at all that hardware. They got an
0: M60. They got enough guns to to to. Uh, to have like a Rambo standoff with man (laughs) you'd think there would be room in there for like 144 magnum uh oh we have to evacuate now evacuate the hospital get to the chopper You know, can you imagine if, uh, I, she had never found it throughout this entire right. thing? Right.
1: And I would like to point out, again, he was wearing a different color coat.
0: All right, now we got some real hardcore action here. Some true-to-God gun Come on! See, with that kind of strength, I almost expect, like, his, uh... His uh, uh, eye patch to get removed, and it's a Terminator eye. <laughs> that would, you know what? That would not be that out of place in this movie. <laughs> he was a secret. Uh, he was a secretly developed android for for killing. We got my hands on one. Ow! Well, I guess we got a little bit of a red eye here.
1: <laughs> oh. Come on.
0: Pull that trigger.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, this this shit right here. <laughs> 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 Two types of people that I hate. I'm like, oh, it's cops and rats. Right, right. I was right. <laughs> okay, for real, that that doctor should have been like, "Oh shit, these patients are in trouble because there's an imminent threat." Ah, uh, w-
1: again, he's in league with the the gun smugglers.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The whole course, hospital staff is. Of course, <laughs> how else would they have gotten been able to get a like the entire facility up and running down there? Yeah
1: like all the hospital leadership are in league oh shit he's got an ak now
0: damn you're messing up the hardware bitch slap chill out bro That's where they start coughing and my lungs, it's freezing. Oh, I can't move now. Save us, Batman. Oh, that motherfucker locked him in. Well, what are you gonna do now, hot shot? Okay, so all of these people are about to become fucking cannon fodder. You know, I have a weird, uh, uh, like a weird feeling that John Woo is, in a weird, sick way, thinking, "Oh, thank God, these patients are all wearing white. The blood is really gonna pop."
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: one nurse in the maternity ward like come on still I'm not gonna lie. I'm really glad that they didn't go with the uh, the poisoning baby the babies the in the plot, Right? cuz I agree that's to hell I even when I saw this bit went uh with the the the, the maternity ward even right there and then I'm like this is going a little This is getting a little too much, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, even this is just a little bit much. Because I guarantee you, like I said, if this was ever remade, that would never happen. The MPAA would be like, oh, hell no. We draw the line at (laughs) at putting babies in gunfight battles. Oh, like fish in a barrel. Serve and protect this bitches. In the face. Ah, no. (laughs) Drop the gun. (laughs) Immediately shoots him in the face.
1: I mean, he's alive.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. Talk. So the, it seems like the collateral damage just keeps getting higher and higher as April yes. action April continues. Because you remember we didn't have like a whole lot going. We had we had almost no collateral damage in speed, a fair right. amount in Terminator Two, and now it's just like, holy shit, man! We are putting we are filling up an entire graveyard in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! Call in the National Guard, for God's sake. a shitload of hostages now. Cops need to stand down. Ooh. It's actually kind of amazing that dude didn't just shoot her in the face right there. Well, she was
1: holding a baby. So what? These people are fucking nuts. Yeah, but they're nuts with a purpose. Like, they're nuts because I don't want to go to jail. Not, I just want to kill everybody. There is a difference. Yeah. Also,
0: let's be honest, the, the real reason she didn't get shot in the face is because plot armor. <laughs> I'm actually kind of so for all the, the the firepower that's down there, I'm actually kind of shocked that they go with the the, uh, the shotguns
1: and not the giant M60. Uh, in close quarters combat, I think I'd still go with the shotguns. Or hell, even like a, as a backup,
0: like wouldn't I would probably would have at least you are probably right, the shotgun is probably the best, but I still probably would have grabbed like either one of those submachine guns or uh, or one of those uh um uh rifles and put slung them around my back as a back oh
1: i yeah i mean i yeah they, they could have armed up a little bit better but also you want to use whatever equipment you're most comfortable with and you, you're most familiar with too
0: yeah i guess so it's just just shotguns and a couple of pistols like come on let's go let's go nuts with this shit
1: oh they're about to
0: oh yeah totally Damn, they got RPGs. There's a lot of the moments in this movie where you, where you just have the uh, the urge to go, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> You know what also is really depressing? Actually, I just realized all those guns in the uh, the basement where they are. Uh huh. Ninety-five percent of those have to be American-made. That's that's super depressing. scenes like that that kind of remind me of like, you know, scenes from The Departed where, you know, Leo's thinking about what his life could have been outside of the undercover uh, uh, world and whatnot.
1: Yeah, a bit. I can I can say that.
0: I mean, that's curious. I thought he was both, though, isn't he? Isn't he also? Well, yeah, but I
1: mean, I think he's talking about like professionally, not just playing a couple On nights at a jazz club. Yeah.
0: I see. Woo! Explosion! And of course, I because look, when the, li- the light, the way the light shines through, we know what's that gonna happen. And holy shit, it's
1: cool! <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: That's awesome! ha 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 Oh shit! It's one of them. Oh, he go. He he did. Oh, yep. There it goes. I ain't scared of nothing. I ain't got time to bleed. You know, I still argue with you that uh, even though they wrote Mad Dog to be like the chaotic evil in this one, I still submit to you that you know Anthony Wong's character is oh, the no, real no. nut. Oh nutty no, he dude. is,
1: but he doesn't. He himself didn't do enough hands on.
0: Oh. That's why they I wanted see. Mad Dog. I gotcha. He wanted them to be like the more physic one's more physically vicious, the other yeah. one's more morally vicious. Exactly. Gotcha.
1: They needed uh they needed someone on the villain side who would just throw hands, you know?
0: Right, right. Oh, yeah, right here. <laughs> right, it was right there, and then I'm like, wait, where's the... Oh, wait, it's him. <laughs> like, where's where's uh, where's Allen? He should be there. And then I'm like, oh, they totally uh, switched to put him in a cop uniform. Like, even before this... Because re- we all know it's coming, that reveal. Wait for it. There. Oh, yep. Like, right then and there, I'm like, yeah, I saw that coming, but don't care. Fucking cool. Get down in the wave! Woo! That was so dangerous, but fuck if it looked cool. Right? (laughs) Damn, is he packing explosive rounds in that thing too?
1: Or if that's just or maybe that's just the the, See, the, the style I, I, of
0: the squid. I know.
1: It. there is one moment, it was earlier in the movie, I forgot to mention it. There is one time where he shoots someone with a shotgun and there's like the body flies and there's no visible damage on the body. It <laughs> drives me nuts. But then they really make up for it in this closing sequence. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. Look, any any bullshit that you had with this movie, because I still have my share of bullshit that I oh, had yeah. with it. it. This whole action sequence from, like, here on out, I don't care. I really don't. If it sets up this kind of action, who gives a shit? <laughs> right.
1: Woo! Damn!
0: bullet hits really don't look like this cats but uh, remember it's 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 just kind of cool <laughs> Oh yeah the cotton wool in the ears because loud noises babies don't like the loud noises and explosions although to be honest everyone else should have like earplugs because uh, right. guns yeah. are loud guns are you ever fired a gun Sean Oh yes they're fucking loud. You need hearing protect. You need hearing protection, otherwise it will do damage. I don't care who you are. Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Still, uh, those cotton balls would never work. Nah. Nah. <laughs> and they get them out in. Look, I know that basically the, uh, the the elevator and the front entrances are sealed and whatnot, but they get these babies out in the dumbest way possible <laughs> by going through by passing them down through a roof in a hail of gunfire. Yeah, jump in the air, while we're dodging them bullets. Yep. Also, the, another thing to note, you gotta really love the uh, the design of these cops with the ski mask and whatnot, because yeah. you know they're literally just being re- they're just stunt men being recycled from earlier sequences. <laughs> Those ski masks are your friend when it comes to stunt people. <laughs> <laughs> Hair and makeup is the way that you caught custom, is the way you caught uh, costs of uh stunt work and, and all that shit.
1: Yeah, that but, sequence right there. Like, you cannot oh, put this in an American movie. No, dude, <laughs> seriously.
0: When you see that kind of shit, like, that should never work. <laughs> that that would never fly here. Because, like, look, like, I know the whole poison baby thing wasn't supposed to, was right, a little but extreme, the baby's but,
1: got blood on him. Like, oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> well, see, yeah, that's what freaked me out. I'm like, oh, shit, did that baby just get shit? No, it's just, like, blood that must have, like, you know, splattered yeah. off of the one guy. Oh, here we go. Here it is. The shot. Damn. Check this shit out, man. This this is an unbroken <laughs> take. And it's kind of fucking cool. Especially the amount of effects that they throw in this. It's nuts. They got blood squibs. They got stuntmen. They got more squibs. They got explosions going off. Like, hot damn. I've been hit. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> Boom! God damn. Damn, look at them! The environment just gets eviscerated from this shit. Oh no! Friendly fire. Oh man, not again. Time to get moving. Time to get moving.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You, you know. You notice how we haven't cut yet. Yeah, we have not cut at all. Right. They're not actually switching floors. The team had to reset that floor. Mm-hmm. In that this short is...
0: amount of time. Oh, dude, it's nuts. They got, like, what, 20, 25 seconds to do it?
1: Yeah, something like that. They like they have this short sequence to reset that set, and here we and go again. Opening
0: the doors. and the, the, yeah. You'd think that's a whole new thing, but no, it's not. It's literally just the exact same floor, the exact same set cuz you can't do this in a real hospital, man. You got to build no. your set from the ground up. But the fact that that shit was that that's just sleight of hand techniques like that's how you do it in the old days. Yep. And it's way more hardcore. You know, I actually saw um, in the making of the uh, the the first Star Trek reboot with JJ uh, Abrams. There's actually a shot where they have uh, Spock walk into the, uh, the elevator and then walk into the Enterprise set. But they couldn't afford to do like an elevator sh- thing or anything, so they just had a green screen behind him, have him step in, and in the mm. same shot, just pan around, and then boom, he's, they take away the green screen, and then he's on board the, uh, the bridge of the Enterprise. So, it's really interesting how that kind of craft has, has changed throughout the years, hasn't it? Yeah. Shit, Mad Dog! He's got the grenades, and he also has the M sixteen with the two o three grenade launcher. He is going full Scarface, man! Save the babies! Save the babies! Oh, damn. It is raining men out there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Breaking through the glass and shooting through, shooting a gun while jumping through the air. Bring back the sugar glass, you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: dude. Yeah, dude. Seriously, like you don't see sugar glass used anymore, man. It's all CG bullshit. Although maybe uh, maybe uh, leave out the the babies in peril, because seriously, anytime it cuts away to that, I'm like, uh, no.
1: Don't put me in this kind of suspense, man. (laughs) See, like, I'm just like, make it even worse. Make it like toddlers. Oh, God. Yeah, for real. (laughs) It's like, how chaotically intense can you make it? (laughs) Woo!
0: Damn! Oh shit! He just blew a grenade right through his ass. Cat catch, yeah, catch this baby here. Yeet the child. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, it, you know, it almost would have been a little bit funnier if they actually like tossed the ch- like tossed one of the the, the things. Like, obviously, there's just, like, a little, you know, uh, stunt dummy baby in there and whatnot, but how fucking funny would that image be, though? Like, let's really embrace the silliness of this. Pull the trigger! Pull the trigger! Yeah!
1: Yeah! 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 She's like, I tried to be cool about it, but you wouldn't be. Oh, dude, come on! Like,
0: there, uh, like the the chicks in this movies, the, these they never get any of the cool, like any cool kill moments. So yeah, I'm cool with it, man. Oh hell, oh hell, no! You ain't taking these prisoners hostage. shit <laughs> oh this shit right here with the glass ready boom boom jumps right out of it damn yep. man you don't see like long tracking shots like that cause they, they always like bury it under cuts they you know shake the, the camera to make it more violent they don't just yep. ever you know sh- you gotta just shoot wide and just let the action play out Oh, one left. It's all right, little one. We're going to get you all out of here. No, we can't make it easy for you. Also, hasn't that window broken, like, eight times throughout this sequence
1: already? There's a lot of windows, so I don't know if that one specifically, but... I would
0: not be surprised if they, like refitted, you know, windows with breakaway glass. I
1: mean, that would not at all, I mean, I could see Wu doing that. Oh, totally.
0: Like, he's like, because he's like, oh, I want to make it look cool. Like, we we, like boss, you know, his assistant director's like, boss, we already, you know, blew that window out. He's like, replace it. I don't care. We're going to put, we're going to blow it up again. It's the the frame. This is the frame. We need to have more glass breaking in that frame. I don't care if we already blew it open. We're going to do it again.
1: I love that adorable little sequence of, like, you know, singing a little song to calm him down, and then right yep. back to shooting.
0: Yep. But don't ever try it. Oh, that was fucking cool. Don't look away. <laughs> this is, this, this movie is not for children. No. <laughs> hit, boys! Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, oh, my God. That is so fucking nuts. The blood
1: on the baby's face. There's blood on the baby's face. <laughs> And he Again, just unfazed. Let's see how the MPAA does with this. <laughs> oh, I know,
0: right? They would be like, oh, we are never giving you. You gotta cut <laughs> this shit out, man. You gotta cut the whole baby plot line out of this movie, or we are not giving you the R rating you want.
1: Woo, flip! Do more flips!
0: shit. You don't want to harm the innocent, and I don't either. Let's take these people out of the equation. Except for that nurse. She 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 dead. <laughs> she very much dead. I don't I really can't articulate why this scene's cool. Them, the way they put slowly put down their guns the way they do. I can't articulate why that's cool. It just is.
1: Beat it. Yeah I, but I mean I just I also really love it though because it it sh- it shows no! like It demonstrates a level of honor and then just juxtaposed with how just ruthless and evil this guy is.
0: No! Whoa. Oh, shit! No! Oh, damn! This is the end of Mad Dog. Get down! Oh, the way that bench breaks away. That's fucking cool. Dude, I would really love to learn who's the guy who made some of the squibs on this movie. And I really oh, want yeah. him to t- just to t- have him teach me the lessons from this movie because holy fuck... They should, you know, if it, it, look, if, uh, because that's just like a button trigger, they should have popped him right there and Oh, then. yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Now, if it was like Dennis Hopper in speed with the, uh, the dead man's trigger, yeah. Oh, yeah, then I can see why they wouldn't want to shoot. I'll drop the stick for you. You want that? <laughs> well, yeah, I totally should have popped his ass right there and then. But in all fairness, we get to see more stuff go boom! Once again, BAM! BAM! No, don't go in! You'll never make it! Oh, I love that shit, man. No! Okay, so now we have probably the most over-the-top image of this entire movie, and that's saying quite a bit.
1: There's something really... Yeah. (laughs) But there is is actually something really cool about this scene. What's that? It was filmed twice. Him running for these explosions was filmed twice, because the first time, John Woo didn't think the explosions were close enough to him and didn't feel it was impactful enough. So the director himself took control of the explosions and was setting them off to the point where like, Chao Young-fat actually thought he was in danger. However, Chao Young-fat is such a good actor. He kept composure. When it was over, he went. He's like, did you get the shot? And he was like, yes, you motherfucker. (laughs) 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 You son of a bitch. (laughs) So it's like he kept his composure to make sure they got it, but at the end he was like, "You suck!"
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, and if running away from explosions wasn't enough, let's jump out a window with fl- with flame with the flames.
1: And I love that it doesn't work. No, it like doesn't. how often do you see an action? star like boof a move intentionally that's great and then this moment oh, this, is, this I was like wait what what's what's going on
0: I I wasn't quite sure what was happening here and then I was like oh
1: that's, that's actually really funny I never would have thought of that that's a really nice touch it's such a fun little like let's defuse the tension just for a moment and then go back to it
0: Right then and there he should have been like,
1: "Oh my god, my knees."
0: <laughs> Damn! Damn! Ah, oh, man. See, this is how you make fucking explosions look cool, right? <laughs> Where is Alan? I'm sure he's fine. This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, he is. Well he, well he's alive. So is that? I guess that's fine. Again, a lot of these people are pretty spry for people who got shot. Right times. <laughs> come on drop them and of course it just has to end with a big old mano
1: mono. but i like you know the throwback he checks it this time make sure yes. they're not spent <laughs> yes always check your ammo before
0: getting into a gunfight and make sure you got a uh, the safety off and around in the chamber
1: Ah, oh, uh, the movie name. Title <laughs> drop.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, can't do it. I'm not gonna lie this this whole uh the power that he he's flexing over here is actually kind of fucking badass i stand on one foot I zoom. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, shit. He shot the hostage. Oh, I love how they cut that. Yup. In the eye, motherfucker! Oh, that was cool. You'll shoot your eye out. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, you gotta really love Alan's plan. I think that's uh, that speed right there. Shoot the hostage. What? (laughs) Take him out of the The equation. The hostage shoots himself, (laughs) really. That's that's, that's a really interesting spin. I wouldn't have thought of that. And speaking of
1: spin, oh no, the spinning shot. But if you feel like you're going to get shot regardless, you might, I mean, good move, move it to a non-vital area and hope you survive.
0: Yeah, for real. Getting rid of that file. So the triads can never find them. I love this, the little... You notice did you see the little bullet dent in it? yep that's yep. kinda cool. I like that That's a real fat fire hazard you guys doing that indoors you know that yeah
1: with a with a mesh metal garbage can like do that shit on the roof. <laughs>
0: And he actually lived because we need a little bit of a happy ending after the holy fuckness of that third act, man.
1: Yeah. So Barry Wong was actually the guy doing the rewrites on this when they changed the plot from having the baby killer to, or having the formula poisoner to what this movie was, but he died before he could finish it all. Yeah. Which is why it's in memory to him.
0: Yep. But holy shit, man! That was hard boil. That that shit was fucking awesome, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it really is a masterpiece of you know the Hong Kong action genre. It it's it, it, it's
0: actually a real staple, I think. Uh, although, and now after watching this, I really need to check out you know the killer and uh, bullet in the head, or uh, um, and of course I think the most famous one was uh, a better tomorrow.
1: I mean, I. Look, there, you gotta, I, I'll i be honest, you do have to be in the mood for it. But when you want, like, just an insane amount of Bullets Everywhere action, you, you can't really go wrong. Totally, totally, man. Um, now, what about his,
0: how does it hold up against his, like, uh, American stuff uh, in Hollywood?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it kind of depends. His... Because here he was able to do more of his improv, y go from the gut stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel they kind of hamstring him a little uh, with his yeah, American Hollywood, work.
0: Hollywood producers be like that because it's, it's even when Jackie Chan made his uh, transition to Hollywood, they're like, yeah, in America they don't really allow you to do like that improv and that kind of sporadic kind of creativity because money it's just you know you gotta really yeah
1: so i i think i mean don't be wrong i still like his american stuff and you know his slow-mo techniques and the way he makes the the impact of action come off still plays very well uh in his american work would you recommend Uh, that i check out hard target uh, yeah, but do yourself a favor, uh, cause def- I mean, it's definitely worth a watch if only to watch how he directs the action sequences. Okay. Um, however, do yourself a favor cause that was one of two movies to come out at about the same time, uh, taken off of, um, uh, you know, the deadliest game.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And the other movie, which is also worth a watch is, uh, surviving the game starring Ice-T. Oh yeah, cool. So, so honestly, it, yeah. If you're if you're going to check out one, I recommend checking out the other, and then making your own call as to what you think did the let's hunt people better.
0: Right on. And for those of you listening back home, why don't you try doing the same and uh, get back to us and see if we should do a full episode on that sort of thing? Because um, uh, we're almost done with Action April, man. Uh, we got one more for us, uh, and this one has a raid. Yeah. As a matter of fact. It is the, the raid. raid. Holy shit! Yeah, we got to end strong because uh, we got our first half of action. April has been in America. We got speed and uh, T2, and now we're going into the the uh, the eastern part of action movies. Uh, although the, I believe uh, the raid is supposed to be Indochina, isn't it?
1: Or uh. Indonesian. Uh, yeah i'm i'm not even exactly sure it doesn't matter it's amazing well
0: we'll get there when we get there you guys can check us out next week where we'll come back with the raid and a special guest star to boot so that said uh i've been tim i've been sean and you'll never have to watch a movie alone again
1: peace